Open mine eyes that I may see Glimpses of truth thou hast for me Open mine eyes, illumine me Spirit divine Love of my life, I am crying I am not dying, I am dancing Dancing along in the madness There is no sadness like to invite you to a soul-level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guests' spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. got another treat for you today for Song of the Soul. I'm joined now in person by singer, songwriter, and former Eau Claire resident, Julie Rust. She's been living out in Nashville, working her way into the music scene for many years now. By the way, you can always listen to this program again on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I'll have links on that site, including one to Julie's homepage. And while you're at northernspiritradio.org, leave some comments on Julie's show and other programs there. We'd really welcome the chance to get to know you. So drop us a line and tell us who you are and what you think. But for the moment, I've caught Julie Rust passing through Eau Claire on tour, including a show at the university tonight. I'm joined now in my studio by Julie Rust, accompanied by her husband, who goes by the name Rusty. Julie, thanks so much for joining me for Song of the Soul. It's nice to be here. You're living off in Nashville, right? Yes, I moved there in 1989, of course, to pursue the music thing. How could you bear to leave the wonderfulness that is Wisconsin? You grew up here, right? I did. I grew up here and... Winter was my favorite season, so it was a perfect match. From Milwaukee, I moved up to Eau Claire to go to school and fell more in love with Wisconsin because here it's even more beautiful. After I graduated, I felt like I've done everything I was supposed to do here, and it was time to move on. Give me a little bit of a thumbnail history 
of your connection with music and your performing and the thing that eventually led you to go out to Nashville? Well, I came to Eau Claire because I've heard of their incredible music department. And so I came here to study theory composition. Some wonderful things happened. I discovered the cabin. I immediately uh, auditioned to be a student performer and did not make it. (laughs) So I tried for several times, and I finally just decided to join the committee. (laughs) And the first meeting I went to, they were looking for a new chairperson, and no one would do it, so I did it, and then I hired myself. (laughs) So it was a great way in, and it, it gave me some wonderful practice and growth and I stayed the chairman the rest of, I think, sophomore through senior year and met wonderful performers, and that brought me into the NACA thing. And I was already performing on the circuit, you know, by my senior year. I was going to those conferences. But one amazing thing that happened to me while I was here, besides the wonderful friends in the music department and the teachers and the cabin, was that my sophomore year... I saw a tiny little ad in the school newspaper looking for a talent search auditions. And so I remember Dwayne Hamilton was in student services, and somehow he was in charge of it, and I asked him about it. He set me up with the media department. They recorded three of my songs. I got to go in Schofield Hall with a beautiful piano, And he submitted the tape for me, and I didn't win the competition to go down. It was sponsored by Bob Hope. It was the American Collegiate Talent Showcase. I didn't win to go to the finals, but what I got I think was better. I was selected as one of the lead singers for a band that toured over in Europe for six weeks to perform at all the Army and Air Force bases. Not all of them, but over in Europe. And so after my sophomore year, I was able to do that, and it was... It was beautiful, and spiritually speaking, at that point, before the competition, I was becoming very frustrated because I wasn't making any of the student performer nights. I was auditioning for everything I could. Things were difficult because nothing was happening for me. When I got that phone call, they said, we're considering four women, and we can only pick two. So we'll let you know. So that night... I did a little prayer and said, please don't give me this if I'm not supposed to be doing music. And they picked me. So here I am. (laughs) I didn't give up. (laughs) You mentioned, Julie, the spiritual side of this for you. And, of course, this is Song of the Soul that we're dealing with here. What was your spiritual background? And obviously you had the inclination to do a prayer. Not everyone does that, but what was your background? Ever since I can remember, I've always known that God existed. I always could talk to God. God was my best friend. Like most people, I had problems with my childhood and difficult times, and so God was always my number one, number one source. My family went to church once in a while, and I saw that as a place to sing songs. I thought Jesus was a middleman. I didn't know what he was for. I thought he was a great guy, but I had God. I didn't understand why you needed somebody else to help you reach for God. And, and you know, I have a much better understanding of that now because I've, I've grown. But 
I feel very, very fortunate to have that connection. The religion you were raised with, was it Presbyterian, was it Catholic, or did you attend different churches? No, I mean, we're from Wisconsin, so it was Lutheran, you know. (laughs) But that didn't really mean anything to me. One of your albums is called Leap of Faith, and you told me that you want to pick out some of the songs from that album as part of your Song of the Soul. Which one should we start with? Well, we should definitely start with Trust, because that was the first song that came to me for this album. This song played itself on a piano. The rhythmic that you'll hear in the beginning just played over and over, and as I sat down at the piano, I would cry. What is this? What is this about? I just played it over and over. Whenever I had the home to myself, I'd go to the piano and play it and cry. And finally I started getting words come to me and would sing with it. And it was a three-month process. I never knew how the song ended. How does this thing end? So whenever I had a chance, I would play. And one day the ending came out and I said, Oh! have to trust in me, in myself. I was shocked. I was shocked at what came out at the end. I was so amazed. And that's how songwriting is for me. It's always a spiritual process of trying to teach me something. You know, in that song, Julie, you mentioned how you grew up in a family where you couldn't trust. What was that about and what changed in you that you found that you could have that inward trust place? I think it was just an opportunity that I was placed in so that I could grow closer to God. It really just brought me very close to God to be in an environment that wasn't conducive to feeling totally safe all the time. Because of my faith in God, and I never blamed God for any of it. I just felt like, what am I doing here? (laughs) Why am I in this family? I felt like an outsider Looking in, I felt like they weren't awake. I'm just grateful that I'm in a place now where I can move on and still be... I'm very close to my mom, and we've grown together, and it's been a beautiful thing. The song is Trust. It's by Julie Rust, my guest for today's Song of the Soul. Had a family in which I couldn't trust anyone Never turn my back, never put my guard down If I trust them, then I get stepped on I learned early on I built myself a wall Tended to it every day so it wouldn't fall My wall became so strong I couldn't let anyone in Trust in me, I promise every day I'll be right here Trust in me, you will begin to see no need for fear Then I met a man who lifted me up so high I began to see what was living on the other side There was music and there was dancing and there was love 
sadness, no room for fault. That bitter tears are gone. I could let somebody in. I could hear somebody say. you just heard is Julie Rust and the song is Trust. Something she learned from having the scary places. And I guess a lot of people don't think of it that way, Julie, but when we face trials and tribulations so often, what that does is produce growth in us. Did you find a certain point in your religious spiritual growth where you started taking major leaps? The album that that song is from is Leap of Faith. Did you find a specific place, or was it just constant growth? I feel that it was a continuous belief in God. But a major thing did happen to me when I moved to Nashville. I met my husband. When I met him, I walked into his house at one point, and I saw a small little picture of this face. And he wasn't in the in the room that it was in at the time. And I, I know that person. Who is that? Oh, he's an actor. He's um. Oh, he's famous. He's who is that? Oh, it was one of those frustrating brain tickles. You know, it's right on the tip of your tongue. I know that person. He walked in the room, and I said, "Who is that?" He said, oh, "That's Mayor Baba." I said, "What?" He said, "That's Mayor Baba." I said, "What?" I can't even say that. He said, that's Mayher Baba. Come on, let's go eat. Dinner's ready. He did not want to talk about it. And I looked at that picture and I said, this is not helping me. (laughs) 
I need to know who this is. And over the course of a year, I would sneak in and look at that picture. Smiling face, happy guy. And then when I, when Rusty and I decided that we were forever together and I was moving in, I moved some books in a box. He said I could put whatever books away. And he came in and saw these books called The Discourses in a box. And he said, don't ever put those away. And I said, what are these books? They're by Meher Baba. And I'm like, okay, we need to read these. I want to see what this is all about. Because you're passionate about it and you never talk about it. Meher Baba is a spiritual teacher, an awakener from India, passed in 1969. When Rusty learned about Meher Baba, he told everybody about him and they thought he was nuts. So he stopped. And he liked me a lot. (laughs) He didn't want me to leave. So we started reading these books together, and it really opened up the whole thing about the middleman. I have God. Okay, Meher Baba writes these spiritual books, and I have no questions anymore. If I have a question, I can look at the book and go, oh, that's why that is. It's amazing. But I'm more of a person from the heart instead of the head. And I thought, why do you need a middleman? And why would I want this Meher Baba as a spiritual guide type person like Jesus, which I think they're all the same. Buddha, Krishna, Jesus, Maribaba. Somebody told me the story of the mountain, just a little story about if you think of life as a journey and you're climbing the mountain, you can climb the mountain and everyone's going to make it to the top. Some are going to make it sooner than others. Some are going to be in rough parts of the mountain. Some people are going to be in beautiful parts of the mountain. Some parts of your life are going to be in both those places. But isn't it nice to have a guide who knows the mountain, who can help you up the mountain? And since I've learned about Mirababa and have had experiences with him as my guide, my spiritual journey feels like it's gone a thousand times smoother and faster and more joyful. And so I love the middleman (laughs) in whatever shape or form he comes in. And alone time came from thinking about Maribaba at the piano. And I wrote that the song just poured out within 20 minutes. And I thought, you know, this song is usually one of those songs, if I hear it when it comes out of the piano like this, where I cry and I'm emotionally moved. And it's really pretty, but I'm not feeling that. I think that's really kind of odd. And then I thought, well, what if I sing it as if he were singing it to me? And that was it. I cried for 20 minutes. And the song means a lot to me because it feels like it's the one song that he actually sang directly to me. The song is Alone Time. It's from Julie Ross's album Leap of Faith. You can reach my heart 
from Leap of Faith by Julie Rust. You talked, Julie, about the metaphor of the spiritual trip as a trip up a mountain. The album that the last two songs, and I believe the next one are from, is Leap of Faith. What was your leap of faith? When did you jump into the divine arms? When did you actually feel like you did that? The whole album, The Leap of Faith, was written with the intent of telling my story. And I wanted the whole album to read like a story about my journey without really doing specifics because that's not the point. You know, this happened to me and this person did this to me. The point was I've been through something and this is how I'm working through it. There's a song called The Prayer where I was praying. I I pray in the song, I'm sad and I'm lonely and I'm angry and I don't know where this is coming from. And would you please... Please keep knocking on my door even though I'm not answering it. You know, I want to answer it. I don't know how. I don't know how to get out of this. And there's another song, Trust, like we listen to. And so I wrote all the songs on a piece of paper that I had written so far for the CD. And I found a space. I said, this is where I took my leap of faith. I need a song called Leap of Faith to bridge from these problems to where things started happening right for me. So I wrote Leap of Faith on my piece of paper and stuck it on my wall. And I had an appointed scheduled time for playing my piano because I have two small children. (laughs) 
I kept looking at that. I Oh, I can't do that song tonight. I'd come back. I can't do that one. Finally, I went into the room and said I need to try my leap. And writing the song itself was a big leap. And the song really guided me through on how to make the leap. In the first verse of the song, the words go, Why am I so frightened? There's nothing here but silence. I'm afraid of here, I'm afraid of now, and I'm afraid I don't know what I'm doing. That idea of being afraid when there's nothing there but silence. Now, I'm Quaker. We do an hour of silence each Sunday. That's part of what we do. And But I grew up Catholic where they say, okay, let's take a moment of silence to pray, and then two seconds later they say, let's go on. Were you comfortable with silence? Are you comfortable? Or was it something that was scary for you? Was that your experience? It wasn't, but the silence was from the fact that I had decided I'm not listening to the past anymore. It's over, and so I'm at this place now where it's empty. It's silent, and I don't even know who I am. I don't know how to relate to the world. I still have my relationship with God, but where do I go from here? How do I move on when I don't even know what it is to be joyful? I don't know how to do that. I want that. But all I have right now is stillness. And where do I go? I think where you went is you took a leap of faith. That's the name of the song, Leap of Faith, from the album by the same name, by Julie Rust. Where has my heart led me now? How did I arrive here? This place is so unfamiliar How do I move on from here? Why am I so frightened? There's nothing here but silence I'm afraid of here I'm afraid of now I'm afraid I don't know what I'm doing But I'll take the leap of faith might be inspiration all that I know is the past and that I just let go of what have I got here to go on I believe in love I believe in you I believe that you know what you're doing so I'll take the leap of faith
just choose to believe this? What if I jump and I fall? What if my faith falters? Do I have to start over? I believe in love. I believe in you. I believe that you know what you're doing. So I'll take a leap of faith. Faith by Julie Rust, who is my guest here for Song of the Soul today. Julie, you said that you didn't know how to be joyful, but I have a hard time imagining you anything but joyful. Was that not what you were at 15? No. <laughs> not in the inside, no. I, I just, I didn't laugh that much. I might have smiled. I laughed with my friends, but in my heart, I didn't feel joy. Now, I mean, that, that was my with leap of faith and and working through the past and coming forward this is my goal i feel like i'm i've arrived i'm here <laughs> part of your here and now is that you are a mother of two children i noticed in your discography that there was a period between two of your releases and i said yes that's childbearing <laughs> that's that's when there's not a lot of extra energy for sitting in the studio and doing all that kind of thing Talk to me about the albums that you've put out so far and where you're going. Well, I have Paint the Sky Green, which I did in 1995. That was a beautiful experience for me. I was learning my focus in songwriting at that point. Then I recorded Had Children and slowed down a little bit, and that's when I started going into, you know, kids really bring things up for you and you really want the best for them. So you want to release what you don't want your children to have. And they were a great inspiration for me to release those things. And so that's when I went through the whole process of Leap of Faith, which took three years. And then I recorded, just last year, I recorded Loveland Lullabies, which started with one lullaby for a friend who was having a baby. And Rusty encouraged me to do a whole CD of them. And I became very fond of this process because I wanted to create a collection of songs that would help the child and the parent feel safe and feel love. And because that was my intention, the CD is really special to me because it's not just for babies. I've had people of all ages really 
appreciate the CD and it makes them feel relaxed and safe and helps them. Some people, I have friends who use it in the car, so they feel like they're protected when they're driving. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> and then just in the last five, six months, I recorded Believe, which is after you take your leap and you've done it, you tend to have doubts once in a while and think, am I really able to do this? And the songs from this album are reminding me you're in the right place, you're doing it, believe, just believe, and you've got it. Would you be willing to do a song or two or three from that CD for us? Yes, I'd love to. Whatever the Moment Brings is a song that came out when I was feeling the sadness creep in again, and I didn't think it was necessary. I don't have to feel this. Why, why do I keep bringing up sadness? What is it I'm doing, God, that's doing this? Because I know it's got to be me. Because everything around me is beautiful. I have no problems. Why do I keep bringing up sadness? What came up with this song, it's a prayer again. Whatever the moment is, just let me be at peace. Even if I'm crying inside, let me feel peace. Let me show on my face that everything is okay. Because everything really is okay. I know better than to be sad or blue I know I have you forever There are cloudy days I'm under the weather Even though we're together
That's Whatever the Moment Brings. It's by Julie Rust. And fortunately, God brought Julie Rust into my office this morning so that we could have this interview. Of course, Julie, folks maybe already will have seen you by the time they hear this recording, but you're going to be at UW-Eau Claire this evening, aren't you? It's part of a little tour. Where have you been going? Where are you going to? Well, the point of this particular tour is to see our friend Dennis Warner, who I think has been on your show, and spend some time with him where our families are really close. So we're playing along the way to help pay for the trip, and we've been in Racine, Wisconsin, and tonight we're playing in Eau Claire, which is not just you know, a a place to work and and get paid. This is a special place for me. And then next Thursday we'll be playing in Brainerd, Minnesota for an outdoor concert there. So I'm looking forward to that too. Well, let's go on and through your music. You've got some more music I think you want to share with us from your upcoming Believe album. When is that going to be released? I just finished it. I just got the recording and I basically flew out the door to come here. (laughs) The next song you picked out for us, it's simple. And I believe this comes from one of the wise people in your life. The theme for this song, is this inspired through your husband? Well, as I was writing it, I I asked for his help. Now that I've let go of the past, I'm ready to move on. I know that to take the leap of faith, when I wrote that song, I realized I believe in love. With It's Simple, my head was telling me, Things are great. You have a beautiful family. You have love all around you. Everything really is quite perfect. My heart was saying, I'm sad still. I'm in pain. It hurts. And so how do I get my head and heart to agree? I finally thought, you know, I'm going to have to put this on the piano. Started playing. And then as I was writing, and I got about halfway through the song and thought, I'm seeing something here. It's very clear. Everything in creation is connected. Everything is created with the same thing, and it's really simple. And I was becoming very excited, and I was walking in the woods. We have a little trail on our property. And every morning I was walking going, I know it's simple. I'm looking at the trees. Again, this was an experience like my brain was being tickled. I was on the tip of my tongue figuring this whole thing out. So when I'm singing at the piano, I'm singing, it's simple. It's easy. I, I know it is. And so I came to my husband when I just felt like I hit this big wall, and I said, I can't figure it out, but I know I'm so close. I know it's easy. I know it's so simple. And Rusty, who my husband teaches Tai Chi, and he says, I always tell my students simplicity and ease are not the same thing. Just because it's simple doesn't mean it's easy. And that was it. That was the door I couldn't open. And I went to my piano. I arranged a few things and thought, all right, it's simple, but it's not easy. My mind knows where I've been is the past. Life is good now. This will last. I have all that I need. I have people. so hard to let it go 
Simple, and that was by Julie Rust, inspired and helped along by a lot of forces, but including that of her dear husband, Rusty, who is sitting here with us today. Rusty, do you want to step up to the microphone and say hello to the folks? You just wanted to hear the accent, right? Rusty, it's clear to me that you've been a seminal influence for Julie, that you've helped her along. What do you do to help keep yourself centered? I do, you know, I teach Tai Chi, and I, I'm a craniosacral therapist, and I also do balance training using Tai Chi as a therapy at Vanderbilt's Dayani Center. Julie and I are so much alike. We're like different pieces from the same puzzle, and so the things that I'm deficient in, she's strong in, and the things I'm strong in, she's deficient in. So together, we really complement one another so I don't know if it's so much me being seminal in her growth. I mean, I've learned at least as much from her as she has from me. It's just really a, a wonderful thing, being in her presence. Well, thanks for joining us, Rusty, and thanks for being a good helpsmate for Julie. I, Of course, I took that name when I got married with Sandra, but it, it's wonderful to see that very much at work in your lives and in the music that Julie then pours forth. I would like to say that really what happened was I felt very alone as a young person and meeting Rusty, it was as if he just took my hand and said, let me show you how cool the world really is. How cool can it be? That's wonderful. We've got a little bit more music to go through, Julie. Where should we go next? We should go to where you believe in yourself, believe in God, believe in love. I was talking to a friend on the phone who inspired this song. He's somebody who has manifested a lot of wonderful things in his life, and I wondered how he did it. I felt like I wanted to be able to allow God to bring forth all the love and abundance that is available. He said, it's possible. You just have to believe it. You just choose it. So I wrote this song from that inspiration, and what happened, too, that was interesting with this song is for a few weeks before I wrote it, I thought, 
how do people write those songs as if God's talking? How can they write like they're God talking? That just seems like a really difficult thing to do. And so that had been in the back of my mind, but I had no intention of actually writing a song like that. And so I was imagining being in the arms of God and asking him, what do I need? And this is what came out. I just started playing and singing as if I were imagining it. And then all these words came to me, and it was a beautiful gift. It actually took me a few weeks to play this song for anybody because I couldn't stop crying while I was playing it. (laughs) But it feels really powerful to play it now because I'm in a place where I do believe. If I imagine God And ask Him what I need I think He'd hold me in His arms Look in my eyes and say to me You may have your dream And you can be
that was Believe. It's the title track from Julie Ruth's newly released album, Believe. By the time you hear this being broadcast, you'll probably be able to go to her website and get a hold of it. And that website, what is that website? That's a good question. That website is julierust.com. And you'll also find a link to her site from my northernspiritradio.org website. So one way or another, go out and find Julie Rust and her music. And I think we've got one more song we have time for here, Julie. What should we finish up with? Well, after all of this work, I mean, who really helped the most was God. And I wanted to write a thank you song for helping me arrive at this beautiful place and to work through all these things and to feel connected and love and joy. And so I wrote my everything as a thank you. While we're sitting here interviewing, you're telling me things about your belief and where they come from. But, you know, something that struck me, and I think it's a beautiful thing, is that I've heard Christian albums that have very much the same themes and direction. Believe, or you're my everything, or whatever the moment brings, or the leap of faith I need to take. All of those things could be from Christian, or it could be from other formulations, different middlemen, so to speak. And it's so wonderful that I think that the music that you're bringing forth it lifts all of us, and it's not dependent on just one person's point of view. So I want to thank you for that. You're everything. Does Rusty ever get jealous of your connection with God? I mean, because if God's your everything, is that exclusive at all of human connections? You're kidding, right? <laughs> oh, that makes me who I am, and he loves me. So I think that not only do we have it really good because Rusty and I are so much alike, that it's easy to be with him, it's easy to be with each other. But our foundation is based on our belief. The song is My Everything, Julie Rust.
that was my everything. More specifically, it was Julie Rust's everything, which I believe is also my everything. It's a shared everything that we all are gifted with. Julie, thanks so much for joining me for Song of the Soul. I want to wish you well in the performance that people won't be able to hear because they won't hear this until afterwards, but I want to wish you well on the rest of your tour and your visit with Dennis Warner, also a previous guest of mine, and just bless you in your work and continuing conduit for God's love in this world. Thanks so much. Thank you. It was an honor. I was really happy to meet you. You've been listening to a Song of the Soul interview with singer-songwriter Julie Rust. You can leave comments on this program at northernspiritradio.org, and you can navigate to Julie's homepage there as well. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be Sing out a song of the soul.